Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! P-E-P-Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman! Today, editor Perry White of the Daily Planet is a worried man as he finds his publisher, John J. Grayson, strangely adamant in his decision to withdraw support from the World Peace Federation. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, tomorrow morning, if you want to feel happy about the whole idea of a super sort of breakfast, cast your eyes on that bowl of Kellogg's Pep. There's a fetching dish, if ever there was one. Every tender crisp flake is all golden and toasted. Piled up in your bowl, they make a sight that's mighty easy on the eyes, believe me, and so easy to take. Why, Kellogg's Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's crammed full of sparkling sunshine flavor that gives your appetite the go-ahead every time, almost coaxes you to eat. Kellogg's Pep is a winner for nutrition, too. Gives you full whole wheat nourishment, plus your mom will tell you that. So if you're Hep Gang, you'll want to polish off every last spoonful of Pep in your bowl. And say, another angle, nowadays the cereal grains are being sent to give that good grain nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. So you don't want to waste cereal. When Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers, make it your job to see that there's no waste at your house. Handle the package carefully if you pour your own Pep and eat up every bit you pour out. Pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. Make it a habit to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. And now, the adventures of Superman. When John J. Grayson, millionaire publisher of the Daily Planet, suddenly and without warning appointed a man named Homer Smith to exercise full control over the paper, editor Perry White hit the ceiling. And when Smith's first act was to order White to withdraw the planet's support from the World Peace Federation and to attack it instead, Clark Kent and Lois Lane also hit the ceiling. Kent and White went to see publisher Grayson, who was strangely evasive, but insisted that Smith be obeyed without question. As we continue now, Kent and White are returning to the Daily Planet in a taxi cab. Listen. I've known John Grayson for 25 years, but I never suspected he was a hypocrite uh, and a dirty turncoat. I don't think he is, Chief. What? Didn't you hear him say he's changed his mind about the Federation and wants us to attack it? He didn't tell us to attack it. Homer Smith did. Well, he's Grayson Stooge, isn't he? I'm not so sure about that. What are you talking about, Kent? Didn't Grayson just tell us that Smith is his personal representative on the Daily Planet and must be obeyed? Yes, but I don't think it's as simple as that, Chief. I've got a feeling there's something fishy behind Grayson's sudden change of heart about the World Peace Federation. Something he's afraid to tell us. Oh, you're letting your imagination run away with you, Ken. No, I'm not. Grayson fears something, and we've got to track down whatever he's afraid of. We don't have to do any such thing. I know what I'm going to do and what you'll do, too, if you have an ounce of manhood in you. What? Well, I'll tell you. We're coming to the planet. 
I want you to round up Lois and Jim Olson and bring them to my office. I'll show Mr. Grayson where he gets off. Now, look. We've been backing the World Peace Federation because we believe it's the only way to avoid war. Right? Right. You bet. Now, John Grayson tells us to kick our beliefs and our conscience out of the window and attack the Federation. Well, I, for one, won't do it. Now, how about you? Oh, no, I Wait a minute. I want to... All right. I'm going to write out my resignation right now. And if you, Kent, Lois, and Jim, have an ounce of self-respect, you'll do the same. I certainly will. Well, so will I. I won't work for a paper that attacks the World Peace Federation. I want to live in a peaceful world. Bravo, Jim. Now, just a minute. You I won't think... any of you have to worry about new jobs. The Daily Blade's been trying to get me over there for years. Well, I'll take you all along with me. I know Tony Sloan will come with us, too, Chief. Yeah, and so will Harry Goldman. A- and Bill Burroughs will. Oh, look, please, listen. Good. Will you? We'll take all our key people. Let Grayson and his stooge Homer Smith try to run the planet without us and see how fast they run it into the ground. It'll serve him right. That's what I say. Come on, Claude, let's sit down and write No, no, our... no, wait a minute. Please, you're all wrong. That isn't what we want. What's Claude, that, Ken? What do you mean, Clark? Look, the Daily Planet's the top paper in Metropolis and one of the best in the country. That's right. It's a great influence for justice, tolerance, and good Americanism. We've got to keep it that well, way. How can we when Grayson puts a man like Homer Smith in here to run things? We've been backing the Peace Federation for all it's worth. And now Smith tells us to about face and attack it. That alone will ruin our reputation for honesty. Of course it will. Well, now, maybe we won't have to about face on the Federation. Oh, but we will. You heard what Smith said. Yes, and Grayson backed him up. I don't believe Mr. Grayson is backing Smith because he wants to, but because he has to. Huh? What's that, Clark? No, Kent's got some wild notion that Grayson's scared stiff of something or, or somebody. Oh? I'm sure he is. And that's the reason for the sudden changes around here. Mr. Grayson's always struck me as being a, a, a sincere, progressive American, but now he's afraid of something. If we can find out what it is... Well, you mean you think somebody's got a hold on him, Mr. Kent? Could be, Jim. Oh, poppycock. John Grayson's rich, powerful, and influential. He's not afraid of anything or anybody. I tell you, you're wrong, Chief. Dead wrong. You know, the more I think of it, the more I think Clark might be right. Yeah, me too. You're all crazy, I tell you. Grayson Look, said... Chief, wait a minute now. You've given a good part of your life to the planet, haven't you? I certainly have. It was only a small paper when I came to work on it as a reporter. And now it's one of the great papers of the country. You want to walk out on it. What do you mean, want to? Do I have to get sentimental and say it breaks my heart to go? The planet's been my life for 20 years. And I, well, I've been pretty proud to see it grow up. That's why you've got to stay, Chief. We've all got to stay and fight. We can't let the planet fall into the hands of men like Homer Smith. I'm with you, Mr. Kent. So am I, Clark. Well, how about it, Chief? Well, I don't know. Hold it. Here comes Smith now. I expect people to knock before the end of my office, Smith. Sorry, White. But since I'm in charge here now, I hardly consider that necessary. Oh, you don't. Hey, the... Quiet, Jim. I don't care, White. I made it very clear this morning I wanted the editorial I wrote, the one against the World Peace Federation, on the first page of today's planet. I've just seen the dummy. And the editorial isn't included. You bet it isn't, and it won't be. You realize, White that you're deliberately disobeying my orders? Put it that way if you like. And also put your head in a bucket and soak it. Oh, Jim. boy. Very well. I accept your resignation, Mr. White. You what? I said I accept your resignation from the Daily Planet. Take effect at once. Well, that's what you think. I've got a contract. I understand that you have, that it still has ten months to run. But contracts can be paid off, you know. I'll instruct the cashier to draw a check for ten months' salary to your order. Then I'll expect you to leave here for good. Now, wait. Well, you can't do that. If Mr. White goes, so do I. That's quite all right with me, Miss Lane. As a matter of fact, I think it might be an excellent idea of you, Mr. Kent, and you, Olson, left the planet's employ also. As such good friends of Mr. White, you might not be, uh, happy under a different regime. Good day, my friend. 
fire. There goes your little plan, Kent. Maybe not, Chief. Well, you just heard him. Take it easy now. Wait a minute. We're not licked yet. Where do you keep your contract, Chief? In my safety deposit box at the bank. Why? There's something I just remembered. I want to see that contract to check it over. Come on to the bank with me. I thought I remembered you telling me about this clause in your contract, Chief. Here, read it. Right where my finger's pointing. Uh, let's see. Good Godfrey, I forgot all about that clause, Kent. It's been ten years since Grayson and I talked contract. We've just renewed automatically every year. I figured you'd forgotten. Oh, Kent, you're wonderful. So, Smith thinks he's got me over a barrel, eh? Let's go on back to the planet. And just watch his face when he gets a load of this. <laughs> that clause in my contract, Smith. Now, you see, it gives me undisputed authority to determine the editorial policy of the Daily Planet until the contract expires, ten months from now, and I can't be bought off. Uh, 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 does seem to give you that right, doesn't it? No seeming about it, brother. It does. Well, what have you got to say now? Uh, Grayson didn't tell me about this. Well, I'm telling you, and I'm adding what I said before. Go soak your head in a bucket. For the next ten months, I'm running the Daily Planet, and that means we're still on the side of the World Peace Federation. You're making a great mistake, White. I'm making a mistake? Yes. I'd really advise you to accept the ten-month salary in advance and resign. We'll save you a lot of trouble. Smith, you've got more brass than a brass monkey, and you're just about as bright. But get this. You can sit around here, if you like, as Mr. Grayson's flunky. But the next time you open your mouth about how I'm running this paper, out you go in your ear. You understand? We'll see about that, White. Good day, Mr. Smith. Good day. (laughs) He and this contract. I'll show him. He's running the planet, is he? He's still on the side of the World Peace Federation, eh? We'll see about that. Hello? Joe? Yeah, who's this? Homer Smith. Got a little job for you. Job? Sure. What, Mr. Smith? Be on the southwest corner of Front and Main in 15 minutes. I'll pick you up in a cab. Front and Main? Okay. Just me, Mr. Smith? Just you, at the moment. But better tell a couple of your boys to stand by. You may need them later. Replacing the phone, Homer Smith adjusts his eyeglasses, smooths his thick, mouse-colored hair, and reaches for his hat. We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, how good a marksman are you? Tell you how you can fix it so you can make a super score. Tomorrow morning at breakfast, train your aim on a blueberry bullseye. That's this week's pep dish of the week. And the tasty kind of target you just can't miss. Here's the idea. You pour into your bowl your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Heap a mound of chilled fresh blueberries, smack dab in the center, and finish off with milk and sugar. That's all the doing it takes to set up your blueberry bullseye. And, well, you can take it from there, gang. You'll be hitting this target time after time without any practice at all. Because those crisp, tender flakes of Pep will show you the way. That sunny, golden-toasted pep flavor is sure lure. It's got come on in every delicious spoonful. Makes you want to polish off every last bit of pep in your bowl, which is certainly the right idea. 
particularly nowadays when the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. Remember that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Keep a lookout to see that it's not wasted. And pass the word along to the rest of your family, too. If you pour your own Pep, pour it carefully and eat up every bit you pour out. Make sure you eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. At 7 o'clock that evening, Clark Kent and Lois Lane are growing impatient in the dining room of the Metropolis Hotel. Clark, and the chief and Jim were due here at six. Where do you suppose they are? Search me, Lois. Maybe you ought to call the office again. Well, just call the office. Beanie says Mr. White and Jim left an hour ago. That's funny. The chief told us to be here promptly at six. He said it was important. I know. He wants to plan an even stronger support for the World Peace Federation. Oh, wait a minute. Here comes Jim. Oh, good. I was beginning to get worried. Hi, Jim. Hi. Where's the chief? Isn't he here? Does it look like he is? You went with him to his lawyer's office, didn't you, Jim? Oh, sure, but that was a long time ago. Well, then I went over to the vaults to leave his contract. Well, where, where did he go? Well, he got in a cab to come here. What? Are you sure? Of course I am. Cheapers. That was over an hour ago. Alarmed, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen look wildly about the fashionable restaurant, but see no sign of editor Perry White. What has happened to him? Was Homer Smith's short telephone conversation responsible for the absence of Perry White? Who is the mysterious Homer Smith? And what is the terror which Clark Kent says grips John Grayson, millionaire publisher of the Daily Planet? One of the most exciting and dangerous adventures of his entire career faces Clark Kent, gang. So don't miss a single episode of our new story. Tune in Monday, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, here's a famous name that brightens up your breakfast. It's Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Kellogg, as in Kellogg shredded wheat. What a treat. Tender, plump biscuits full up with natural nut-sweet flavor and toasted just right for extra crispness. But that's not all. Kellogg shredded wheat biscuits are just the right size, made to fit the bowl. And there are 15. 15 biscuits in every package, each one full of swell whole wheat nourishment. Ask Mother to get you some Kellogg shredded wheat. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>